Welcome back to the Sacred Penning Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Ray. I'm a wife, mom, teacher, international best-selling author, and a transformative soul journaling practitioner. I've experienced and taught the power of this sacred practice for 24 years and journaled since the age of eight. Every Wednesday, we provide somatic, meditative inspiration and spirit-led prompts to pen your way to brighter days. Let's activate energetic discoveries together. It's all at your fingertips. Ready to get gritty? Let's dip in. Welcome back to the Joyful Journaling Podcast. I'm your host, Becca Ray. We are entering some of the most important parts of establishing a very serious and sacred journal practice. Journaling can be joyful as you receive its benefits, and as you learn how to make it a daily habit, a habit that you're committed to, a habit that you receive absolutely beautiful information from that fill you with joy. Because as you apply the different lessons that you learn within the pages of your journal, clarity comes, joy comes, healing comes, better mental health, physical health, and spiritual health. My experience with Julia Cameron's Write for Life was pivotal in putting all the pieces together of the type of journaling that I've done for over 40 years. This week, we're going to focus on two questions. We're going to focus on when to commit to your journaling practice and where. In chapter one, Julia Cameron establishes what she calls entering a secret and quiet place. She calls it a portal. When we devote ourselves First thing in the morning, before all the noise and all the things start coming at us in the day, when we devote 15 minutes to one and a half pages, whether that be on an eight and a half by 11 notebook or at a special journal, making sure that you write for 15 minutes, whatever is coming to your head, you receive from that secret and quiet well of stillness. Now, morning pages, if you're a writer, of course, you're going to want to Uh, elongate this practice, your writing muscles are definitely going to be needing a little bit more time. Here is what she's talking about. Quote, in the precise present, we can find a sense of tranquility centered in the moment that we are in. We're able to hear spiritual guidance. There are few ways of centering ourselves better than writing. End quote. Where else would you want to receive from? Your most pure, your highest self, what I call God, or who I call God, especially first thing in the morning, to set the navigation system of your day. Taking 15 minutes to devote to that practice, wherever you can have a posture of focus and relaxation and surrender is where you're going to enter that practice. Julie Cameron describes this process very much like I look at evolution in writers, evolution in creativity the evolving of the beauty of what comes from the best parts of you into whatever you're doing, whether that be a creative project or your life itself. She says, quote, I try to think of myself like a flower, meticulously blooming. I tried to be humbly obedient. I came to believe that honesty and authenticity could capture my reader's faith, end quote. No one's reading this but you. Don't you want to establish your own faith and trust in what you're hearing 
from the purest and best parts of yourself. When we enter the morning time, 15 minutes, a page and a half, we have a quote, invitation to the universe to intervene on our behalf, end quote. Writing in this manner can be the purest form of prayer. And as you spill your heart onto the page, it's incredible the gratitude, the honesty, the integrity, the lack of noise that you'll find when you devote those 15 minutes every day to yourself as soon as you can in the morning, page and a half, and call it good for that part of the day. The other time to open up your journal is the last 15 minutes of your day. As you're winding down, fill out that other page and a half. You've met the quota for Julia Cameron's suggestion, but don't take my word for it. Try it. See what happens. 15 minutes at the beginning of the day from a posture of quiet and dedication and reception to the last 15 minutes of the day in a posture of receiving and gratitude and expecting to put the day together before you go off to sleep. You know that you spend 15 minutes on your phone at some point in the morning or the evening. Why not replace that with journaling? When we step into grounding ourselves at the beginning of the day for a page and a half for 15 minutes, and then closing the day with the same practice, we ground ourselves and taking these risks of devoting 15 minutes at the beginning and the end of the day, you'd think, well, it's a half hour. What's a half hour going to do for my life? It can change everything. There is a quote, power and potency of prayer, end quote. And think of this as your devotional time with the best part of yourself. Now, where to do this grounding? Julia Cameron recommends, of course, a quiet space if you can, where you can truly be in the moment, the secret quiet place if possible. And I've given many suggestions on my Instagram lately of places that you can enter into that secret quiet place could be on the subway with headphones, blocking everybody out, could be leaning against a tree in a town park, could be on your back porch, could be in your closet while your kiddos sleep and are safe. Wherever you can, block everything else out and spend those 15 minutes with that paper, with that pen, page and a half in the morning, and then repeat the process a page and a half at night. So this is the when and the where Some other practices that Julia Cameron references in chapter one, I will talk about in future podcast episodes, but having your morning pages, meeting your daily quota, which I just went over, spending some time outside in nature walking is important. She recommends at least twice a week, taking yourself on an artist date where you give yourself two hours a week to fully immerse in the same kind of process where you are spending some one-on-one time doing something that brings you joy. And then finally, get choosy about what she calls your writing stations. She has different places in her house, just like I do. And I have different places in my community that I know that I can tap into what I need. It could be sitting in Starbucks with headphones. It could be sitting by Mirror Lake and Lake Placid. It could be in my son's room when I don't want to hear whatever my husband's doing to unwind after work. It could be on my porch. It's been on buses. It's been on trains. It's been on ferries. 
It's been sitting on a castle wall in England. Wherever you make your writing station is wherever you're committing to yourself. Next week, we will be talking about the posture of how to receive more from this process. And we'll be delving into chapter two. For today's prompt, let's ground ourselves. And this is our midweek journal break. So it's an additional part of your practice. Let's breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Grounding yourself in breath and breath work is also part of my practice, which I also delve into with my journal CPR course. But I hope that taking those deep breaths helps release anything that might not be serving you before we enter our prompt time. Today's journal prompt. Where is my favorite place that I usually receive focus and inspiration? Again, where is my favorite place where I usually receive focus and inspiration? Let's take these five minutes and answer that question. Of course, you're going to think about it as possibly your first writing station to practice. Let's listen to Masood Taj's beautiful track, Unconditional Love, as we answer that question for five minutes. Joyful journaling! Thank you.
I hope that you have received some information that you can apply to this practice. Again, we talked about the who last time, and now we're answering the questions about where and when. I urge you to try that place this week. Go to that special place, your writing station, where you know you'll be able to wholly focus on that page and a half for 15 minutes in the morning, and then... As you're relaxing in the evening, perhaps you'll pick a different place within your house to get ready before bed and to receive that last page and a half for 15 minutes to end your day. Let me know how it goes, and I look forward to sharing more inspiration from Julia Cameron's Write for Life to apply to our Journal for Life practices. Have a beautiful week.